0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode four of The Silent Suicide. I'm your host, Jaquale Martinez, and thank you so, so much for tuning in with me today. So we start every episode with a dedication to my good friend Melanie's memory. Melanie, I love you. I miss you. This entire podcast is in your honor, and I hope that you're looking down on me smiling and laughing right now. Also, I'd like to extend a prayer for everyone who might be considering suicide at this very moment. I want to remind you of a few things. One, you matter. Two, you're worthy. And three, and most important, you deserve to live. So what is this week's topic about? It is all about OCD or obsessive compulsive disorder. So before we get into the numbers, let's kind of define what OCD is. So it is defined as a person who has uncontrollable, reoccurring thoughts, which are called obsessions, and behaviors, which are called compulsions, that he or she feels the urge to repeat over and over again. As I was doing research, I read time and time again that Only 1 to 3% of the U.S. population is actually diagnosed with obsessive-compulsive disorder, and 1 in every 200 kids suffer from OCD. OCD is ranked number 10 among all the different diseases in the world, both physically and mentally. One-third to one-half of sufferers actually suffered from OCD as a child but either their parents didn't recognize it or they didn't recognize the signs and symptoms in themselves. And shockingly, of everyone who has OCD in the world, only 10% receive treatment. Now, as I say in most of these episodes, I hope that this podcast changes that statistic. I hope that it changes the conversation that more people who suffer From OCD will actually stand up and receive treatment or help convince loved ones that might have it to receive treatment. So let's talk about some of the signs and the symptoms. So one, there is no control over your thoughts or your behaviors. People with OCD spend at least one hour a day On those thoughts or behaviors. They gain absolutely no pleasure when they're performing these OCD rituals, but it does give a brief relief of their anxiety. And also, people with OCD experience significant problems in their daily life. Now, that can be with themselves, that could be with loved ones, relationships, careers. It really affects everyday life. So you might be wondering what's the difference between an obsession and a compulsion. Let's talk about obsessions first. The first distinction is obsessions actually cause anxiety. Some examples include fear of germs, having things symmetrical, or a need for it to be in a perfect order, or unwanted, forbidden thoughts, which can include anything from sex, religion, or suicidal ideations. Now, compulsions, on the other hand, some examples would be excessive cleaning, excessive hand washing, compulsive counting, or repeatedly checking on things, like locked doors. Is the oven off? Now, when I read that, I know a lot of people have the compulsion to repeatedly check to make sure that things are either closed or locked. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that that person has OCD, but they definitely have some compulsions. Also, people tend to hide their compulsions from their loved ones. And I can tell you from personal experience, that is extremely difficult to do, But people who suffer from OCD really become, they become a perfectionist when it comes to hiding these behaviors. So I'd like to kind of talk about some personal stories, and I hope that it encourages people to, like I said, start the conversation, really kind of research and delve into the world of OCD, because I really feel like it's a topic that's absolutely worth discussing. As I said in the anxiety episode, I am currently on medication. Now, the medication that I take is not just for anxiety. It also deals with my obsessive compulsive disorder. Now, before I started this medication, I had a few rituals that I did, a few compulsions. The biggest one was spelling words. Over and over in my head. Now, to some, that might sound insignificant. What makes it different from maybe just doing it a time or two is to do it thousands of times. I literally used to stay up all night spelling the same exact word over and over again in my head. And then it got so bad that I had to spell it. And I had to visualize each letter individually. And if I messed up or the cadence was off, I would have to start the ritual all over again. I can tell you that really interfered with my daily life. Another compulsion that I had was I had to start walking with my right foot. So again, might sound insignificant, most people probably don't even pay attention to what foot they're starting to walk with. But for me, it had to be the right foot. And if I forgot or I was walking fast or something happened and I ended up starting with my left, I would have to physically stop walking and then start all over again. And then the last one I had was the cracks in the sidewalk. I would pay attention to How many times I stepped over those cracks with my right foot, and then it would have to be even with my left foot. And again, if I walked over a crack too many times with my right foot, then my left, I would have to stop walking and start all over again. Now, for my listeners that have known me for an extended amount of time, you might not have ever noticed those compulsions or behaviors coming from me. But I'm here to tell you that was an every single day occurrence. It is something that absolutely filled my brain to the point where I couldn't think of anything else. So as you're listening to kind of my personal examples of my different compulsions, I hope that you're kind of sitting back and listening to those examples and thinking to yourself, well, maybe a couple of those sound familiar. Or, you know what, I'll do that and I don't even realize I'm doing it. Or, you know, I have a loved one or a friend that also has those compulsions and I never really noticed it before and I never really associated it with OCD. So again, I want the conversation to start. OCD is normal and I think more people need to admit that they have a problem with it so that more people are diagnosed, which will in turn help people get assistance. So one of the big things that I wanted to talk about also is what OCD isn't. So we hear OCD thrown around often. It can be something as little as You know, I'm obsessed with my celebrity crush, or I'm obsessed with working, or I'm obsessed with my boyfriend, or something to that effect. That's not OCD. OCD is actually a neurological problem that you simply cannot control. So, one of the most fascinating parts of my research was reading about something called OCPD. Now, before this week, I had never heard of that and I had no idea what it was. So OCPD is Obsessive Compulsive Personality Disorder. Now you might be thinking, well, how is that different from OCD? All the research tells me that they are two completely different things. So OCPD involves a preoccupation with orderliness, perfection, and control in every single aspect of your life. So when I read that, the first thing that pops into my mind is a type A personality. If that's you, that's okay, because I am also a diehard type A personality. Now, I will say that I have never been diagnosed with OCPD, And I don't believe I have it, but I do seek perfection. And I can tell you that it hasn't been that healthy for me. And it hasn't really served a good purpose in my life. So an example of OCPD would be someone that spends hours and hours cleaning their house. Now, I'm not talking about you have a friend coming over or you're hosting a party, or your in-laws are coming over, and so you have to clean up the house so that it is nice and clean. That's not OCPD. That's just taking pride in your home. Another example is your closet is very orderly, and it's probably aligned by color, by type, You have shirts in one section, you have pants in other sections, and you have shorts in another section. And if it becomes disarray for one reason or another, you have to completely reorganize the entire closet. Now, one of the main differences between OCPD and OCD is there is no anxiety involved with this personality disorder. Now, when I first read that, I thought, well, that's interesting. How can that be? Well, I found the answer. So there's no anxiety involved with OCPD because the behavior and the thoughts of these particular individuals, they're not only okay, but they're normal. They don't feel any anxiety. They don't feel any angst in having this preoccupation with the perfectionism and being a control freak. A good quote that I found was, they like the world the way they shape it, not the way it's shaped for them. So I thought that was really interesting. So as I referenced a few minutes ago, I was talking about having a crush on a celebrity. So there are certain behaviors that people do that are absolutely normal and have nothing to do with either OCD or OCPD. So some of those examples include collectors. There are lots of people out there who collect items such as stamps or coins or baseball cards. I myself, I am an avid collector of I Love Lucy and Lucille Ball memorabilia. If I took all of the knickknacks and all the memorabilia that I have accumulated in my lifetime, I could probably open up a store the size of Walmart. Now, that's not an obsession. That's just something that truly brings me happiness. I like these unique items and books and Barbies and different dolls. And it just, it really, really provides me happiness. So we all know what just started maybe a week or two ago. I'm not sure. I'm sure someone will correct me is football season started. So we all know that individual, not to sound stereotypical, but it's usually a guy. They love sports. They can name any sports statistic. They can name any football player, they can recite every play of every football game that their team has ever played in. Those people do also do not suffer from OCPD. That just means that they're sports fanatics, and that is absolutely okay. Issues on the other end of the spectrum, such as compulsive lying, compulsive gambling, or compulsive shopping, Those behaviors are also not considered OCPD, but they are considered a mental illness and can be helped through both medication and therapy. Let's bring it back full circle and talk about how OCD correlates with suicide. So although it's been long known that the risk of suicide is higher for people with different mood disorders, maybe anxiety, depression, or schizophrenia, the relationship between anxiety disorders and suicide, there's still some research out there that's still being developed. Recent studies have shown that people with OCD are 10 times more likely to die by suicide than someone who doesn't suffer from OCD. Actively thinking about suicide, which is often called suicidal ideation, also appears to be a relatively common thought among people who are affected by OCD. So some factors that predict whether someone with OCD will attempt suicide Again, it's not 100% clear the research is still being done, but it really depends upon the severity of the OCD symptoms. So someone who has OCD but also has depression or feels hopeless or has OCPD, they are also at a higher risk of committing suicide. Also, as we talked about in the anxiety episode, the risk of suicide goes up if someone with OCD is actively using drugs or alcohol, is unemployed, which in turn makes them socially isolated. So it's not always easy to know if someone's going to attempt suicide. It's not just a clear-cut answer, but what I want to continue to put out into the world is that you have to talk to your loved ones. You have to talk to yourself. And if your thoughts are racing or you see yourself having certain obsessions that are really, really increasing your anxiety or you are starting to do rituals or compulsions that are just automatic and you don't even think about it, you just catch yourself doing it, you might have OCD. And I think if you're in that ballpark, you should probably at least talk to your doctor about it and get the conversation going because I'll tell you, between therapy and medication, while my OCD is not gone, it is way, way, way better than it used to be. And believe me, oftentimes I still catch myself doing my certain rituals. In fact, I was just doing the spelling words over and over the other day when I was trying to fall asleep. So after this episode, do you think that you might have OCD? If you do, tell me about it go on to any of my social media platforms. It's either LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. You can always email me at determinedtoheal18 at gmail.com or you can go to the platform podinbox.com backslash the silent suicide and let's have a discussion about OCD. We end every episode by my saying, just remember being different makes you special so tune in next week where I talk about and highlight bipolar disorder that will be next week so I hope you tune in I love you and I hope you have a great week